Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. I have to say, though, the community has made it for them. So, like, yeah, the, yeah. the prevalence of Mud Boy for the last three odd years, four years, yeah, like, is 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 given on a silver platter. The past three years have been odd, haven't they? More odd than the last four. That's because that, that would be even then. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Thank goodness we edit this show. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Herald and the Mud Boys during November's Community Day. A new feature is equal parts party and play. You can find flower crowns and zero frowns during the Dia de Muertos event this year. A fan favorite glass cannon gets a little more fragile thanks to Team Go Rocket. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast episode 256. It's October 21st, yet another Saturday evening. <laughs> this is two Saturdays in a row we've recorded. This is wild. Kind of a return to, f- we used to record on Saturdays, didn't we? A long, long, long time ago, I think. Yeah, you know, 220 episodes ago. <laughs> Something like that. 200 episodes ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. Anyway, uh, I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle, how's it going this week? Uh, It's going better than earlier this week, so. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, so uh, it's good to see that you're at 100%. Um, Now, if we had tried to record earlier in this week, it might have been a slow-going experience for both of us, I think. I probably would have survived. It just probably wouldn't have been a good idea. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Best to let the mouth heal up, you know. (laughs) I got a tooth pulled. Yeah. On Tuesday, for those who who don't know, or if I don't, if I didn't mention it last week, I don't remember. So uh, that's one of three visits I have to do for this. It's ridiculous. Godspeed, my friend. Godspeed. Uh, I've I've gone down that path before. I got four of my wisdom teeth pulled at one point at once, and that healing process was a bummer. So I can only imagine. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, we're here. We're here to talk about Pokemon Go. And uh, we got a lot of news. So uh, we'll have to work on getting to that really quick. But first and foremost, a shout out to a brand new patron of ours. Thank you so, so much to Oscar. We appreciate your support. More about Patreon patronage uh, at the end of the episode. Mr. Kyle, we set some goals last week. We were staring we down the barrel of shiny timber community day. Uh, and I think one more week of Guzzlord at the time. Those were kind of the ideas we were we were working with. Yep. So uh, did you get a chance to solo a Guzzlord? I did. 
How did it go? How did you find the experience? It was fine. Yeah. Good. Good. Waiting in a lobby by yourself is like, what am I doing right now? <laughs> it's it's like pulling teeth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mega progress. Did that happen? It did. Nice. Did you make mega, mega progress or just a little bit of mega no, progress? No, just, just a little bit. Like, okay. It's, most, most of them are the free daily ones. Well, you know, every few days for yeah. the most part. So good for you. Awesome. Buddy progress kind of in the same vein. Yes. Slowly but surely working on my Hundo Hydrocon. Nice. Don't call me Shirley. 15 shiny timber during community day. I did do that. I got oh. 20. Oh, nice. Very and nice. a Hundo. So uh, and not not the Shundo, though. But. Not the Shundo. OK, well, you got one more Hundo than I did because I got zero. <laughs> uh, shiny Phantom currently a running goal of yours. No shiny phantom. I got a yeah. shiny little puff. Nice. Today. That's that's a normal type. <laughs> this, is, this is terrible shiny. Yeah, it's really lackluster. So no, no shiny phantom. Fan. Fingers nope. crossed for this week. Yeah, well, I'll also have to add that to my list this week because uh, they're rare, but they are around. They're not overly rare, you know, uh, and collection challenges. Yes. Cool. Cool. I did do that. That nice. was the that was the Pumpkaboo Evolution one, and then I don't remember what the other one was right now, but yeah, Pumpkaboo Evolution, and then there was yeah, what was the other one? I think I did it too quick. I don't remember. Um, oh, we, it was the new one. It wasn't uh, Grievard. Oh, right, it was it was, it was a it was a Smolov still Smolov. That's it what was it was. Evolving Smolov. That's right. Thank yep. you for remembering exactly. Cool. So uh, that's five out of six for you, right? You only didn't get the Phantom. Yep. Wow. This work uh, for myself collection challenges. I did do that 20 shiny timber. I walked away with 30 loving that 50 eggs. I think I fell short. I think it was at like 38. So no on that one and shiny guzzlord, despite me rating three times as much as I normally do uh, did not work. But one that I did send to Kyle backfired <laughs> the, on me. The, the only guzzlord rate I, I've accepted was during community day that Chris sent. And it was shiny. So, yep. So, uh, unfortunately, no victory for me. All victory for Kyle this week. <laughs> Even goals he didn't set for himself. He's still winning. Yep. Uh, geez. <sighs> so, two out of four for me, five out of six for you. Good job, Mr. Kyle. Um, okay. Well, let's, let's talk about Timber Community Day and all the rest of the news uh, in the news section itself. Yo, what up? It's the news. First and foremost, Mr. Kyle, we had Timber Community Day this past weekend. How did you find it? Did you have a nice time? Did you uh, evolve your hundo to your conkulder for the I, move? I did. I had a good time. It was it was fine. I yep. played it just regularly. I wasn't going hard for it. And I also played Monster Hunter while I was out as well. And the Games did not melt my phone, so that was great. Nice. It starting to get a little bit chilly, so it wasn't the most comfortable community day, but it was fine. And yeah, I played focused until I got enough XL candy to take the hundo to 50, and then it was far more casual after that. Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, the first hour myself, I was like, okay, I'm going to let my plus plus go, and then I'll check in to see how close I am to my shiny goal. Because I am otherwise also playing Monster Hunter. Um, I, I'm actually learning to switch between the two more frequently and more regularly. 
uh, which is nice because I assume this is going to be my wife now. <laughs> well, I mean, Monster yeah. Hunter, it's it's silly, but Monster Hunter fits very nicely in the gaps because mm-hmm. the monsters don't respawn very frequently, which is right. a, a blessing right. and a curse at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's almost it's a very different rate of play between the two. Uh, so it's been it's been nice. But yeah, definitely much more success this community day than the previous one trying to play both. Mm-hmm. So it's happy about that. But yeah, 30 timber. I think that's the only thing I have to say to brag about. Did not get the hundo. None of the shinies were particularly great. I didn't really evolve anything because if I need it, I'll just TM it later. Um, and that's pretty much it. Good event. Dust. Always great. We love that. But on to real new news. We've got a new feature that's been added to the game. Are you aware of it? Are you aware of what it could possibly do to you and your saved battle parties? We're, of course, (laughs) talking about party play, (laughs) which on its face is a very cool thing. But under the hood is technically problematic, apparently. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So what is party play? Party play, if you take a look in your um, in your menu, which menu is it? I think it is uh, in your like main trainer menu. Yeah, if you click on your portrait, you now have a new tab on top. It's me. Oh, yeah, next to the friends. friends. Yeah, and then party on that side. And from there, you can join or create a party. Parties consist of two to four trainers. And when you're in these parties that you've made, um, they have to be local, by the way. You have to be close to people. You can't like remote play with people from far away. Like I couldn't, I couldn't send Lachlan a party, and I couldn't even send Kyle a party nope. invite from where we are. We're in the same state, you know. But in the extreme case, I couldn't send one to like Fisher or Lachlan and do it. We'd have to be hanging out together in person. Uh, but when you're in these parties, there's a couple of cool things with it. First of all, you can see other trainers on the map. This is kind of a trick of the tech. They just sort of like cluster around your avatar. You're not going to see oh, them like peel off. Yeah, that's just. Yeah. That's it, just kind of disrespectful. I'm not going to lie. It's cute. Um, but that's all it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the, here's the real meat and potatoes of this, though. Uh, party challenges. You can choose from. Well, you can all vote uh, between like three randomly generated party challenges that are like. Catch 10 normal types for 15 great balls, stuff of that caliber. And you can do them as a group. And once you complete that, you get a new one or a chance to vote on a new one. That all seems cool. That all seems like it's working just fine. A couple of frequently asked questions. Yes, if you want to re-roll your challenges, you can break up your party and just make a new one. There doesn't seem to be a drawback for that. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Party power is the next thing. If you are in a raid with your party mates uh you will generate extra energy by uh, attacking there will be a party power button that you can hit and it'll give you extra charge move energy Uh, the difference in the timer at the end of the raids people have been showing like hey i did this raid with the party did this raid without it it seems to be quite the gap um like 50 seconds in one case i saw faster with party power so that's a double damage charge move is crazy Yes, especially if you like something like a shadow ball or like something signature move. That's that's a lot of damage. It's it's nuts. It really is. But it is something that you're going to have to use with a sense of nuance, because if you're going to get one shot, don't cast charge cast. You might not be able to get to your second one. You know, do you have experience with the party play? Did you actually use it 
to any no. extent. I no? have not okay. used it hands on. I've just watched everybody else's coverage. Is of this it. party power party wide or player wide, like player specific? Like, does the whole party charge it and one person gets to use the party power? I believe it's individual. So all four people get to use the party power. Yes. That's a lot. It's a lot of damage. It's, that's a lot of damage. Yes, it is. It's true. Um, and then the last thing that's notable is the activity summary. So when you are finished doing this party play session, uh, you can you get like a cute little like loadout thing that shows you what you did, the activities you did together. You know, it's just some stats. It's cool. Very cool stuff. It's supposed to be shareable, like on socials and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this all sounds great, right? What's the problem? What's the big deal? <laughs> well, turns out that if you use the feature, <laughs> Kyle and I are relatively unaffected by this, but if you use the feature right now, it'll it'll wipe out your saved battle parties. So if you are a enthusiastic hobbyist of the Go Battle League variety, bear in mind, maybe not worth it until they fix it. There's a couple of other yes. like alleged issues, like unfavoring some Pokemon I saw somebody talk about. I don't know if that one's true or not, but there's a couple of other behind the scenes things that just seem wonky when you use it. So suffice to say, the feature is not 100% there yet, but the idea is, and the idea is pretty cool. Yeah, conceptually, it is good. I don't, I don't have any issues with the concept, but the execution is... <sighs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Start with the the first one for me because, like, I don't know how many people actually feel this way. Four is not enough. Yeah, I when I actually get with a group of people to play Pokemon Go, four is nothing. Four is like your minimum to do a five star raid. What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. Depending on the raid, of course. We don't have to talk about that. That should have been double. It should have been double. Eight. Eight is where I think a comfortable number would have been for that limit. Yeah, I think so, too. I also think it should be divisible by by five because max raid lobbies are divisible by five. Um, You know? Yeah. It, it's just kind of it's just kind of weird. I guess it could be five. I know, but I think, four. I think ten is a ten's getting big for like UI purposes and stuff. So I, I sure. get it. Sure. Plus, you'd have like a whole gang of avatars on your screen walk. Yeah, I would yeah. absolutely want to limit that or maybe have yeah. them rotate, like rotate around which ones show up. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I mean, I, I kind of don't even want to see them clogging up my screen if they're not actually function, if they're just flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute, but it's in the way sort of thing. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I get it, though. It's right. problematic. You'd have to like do share gps like you're sharing gps with google with another person which yeah. is fine like i can do that with chris if we were together for any reason but people probably don't want to do that through pokemon go so i get that yeah no i i don't think so um yeah there are a lot of safety issues around that too you know it's pretty easy to party up with people so who knows um, so th this doesn't have all of the benefits like listed on this thing that's that's a big one for me something else is that a party can be invited to a remote raid if one person is invited. That's that's really cool. Yeah. There's been times where I've been places and I got remote raids from people because I have a large amount of people on my friends list because of the podcast. 
and the people with me don't and they can't do the raid with me. Yep. So that's that's really cool. I very positive. <laughs> very positive for that feature. Yeah, there's there's nothing like feeling guilty when you're hanging out with people hunting down the new the new uh raid and they look over and you're doing one they're like what are you doing without <laughs> us? And you're like, "Well, I was invited and I couldn't invite you anyway so i i thought i would just and you just feel awful yeah yeah <laughs> so like it's like oh you want to do this right i'm i'm actually in a remote raid sorry. right now i'm sorry <laughs> so yeah this just a minute. <laughs> positive i i do like that feature a lot yeah even if i'm you know the remote raid situation is what it is yeah and one thing i forgot to mention is that if you're doing like an in-person party walk around sort of thing if you one of you initiates the raid it will also automatically invite the rest of the party to the raid, which is sweet. So like even cool. if you're in range, you can just like pop up and join it or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's potentially very cool. Just got to work out the parts where it wipes out battle parties and other stuff. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big problem for sure. It's just I, weird. Th- again, there are bones that are here that could be really good. I, I couldn't tell you what actually needs to be done aside from bug fixes to make it great, though. I think that's kind of it. I mean, I think except hmm, with the exception of allowing for larger parties, I think it's kind of yeah. where it needs to be. I So here's a question. I, I mean, here's the thing is that it should be balanced around. Can my party do a five star raid with, with my party? Because mm-hmm. if you can't, if I can't jump into a, a defense deoxys. With this and then the bonus from power party power, it is not that great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair <laughs> that's a fair evaluation. I think. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's kind of difficult to sort of reverse engineer this and be like, where is their head at? Because the answer that could be given to to that question that you just posed, which is sort of an extension on why is it only four four is too small, right? That's getting at the same point and i think the the counter argument or the the company speak given would be we wanted to roll this feature out and make sure that it was rock solid and stable first before we started making it larger and stretching it and etc right and and to that i do applaud it um but i i (laughs) still at a loss with some of these seemingly like completely disconnected things being affected by this feature it's yeah well i mean that's so strange but uh, Chris and I talked about this when we found out the feature was a thing and, you know, came out. Party play almost feels like it goes against some of the ideas Niantic has tried to reinforce in the past by kind of secluding you to your own group of people. And yeah. because the party is so small, you exclude anybody else that's with you or that could join you while you're playing. It just it feels like it's kind of in a weird space conceptually because of that. Yeah. And I think size would fix a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I agree. Um, although I think maybe maybe I myself and I'm sure you are, too, are a little jaded with the company double speak at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, especially because we got the whole ready button for raids so <laughs> you're gonna take that to your grave man you're I, never I gonna am. forgive that <laughs> i am i was i was more talking about the whole 
ah, we don't need revenue. We'd rather just ruin remote raids and then, oh, we don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, it, there's uh, a lot of issues there. There was, there was. Uh, but that that's that's old tea at this point in time. But uh, anyway, yeah, party plays out. Maybe just, just wait a little bit. Let them figure out the kinks and the bugs and the whatnots and the doodads. Uh, but when it's up and running, it'll make playing with a, a few friends uh, more rewarding, more engaging, kind of fun. Sounds good. All right. Here we go. You guys ready? It's that time oh, of the man. quarter. <laughs> Sinister shadows abound. Trainers. Ever the tricksters. Team go. They're, they're criminals. They're not tricksters. They're, not, they're, they're felons. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> Team Go Rocket has not committed any crimes in in Pokemon Go. How is this a crime? <laughs> to be fair, we don't. What are the laws about Shadow Pokemon? How do they make Shadow Pokemon? Is That's it true. a crime? That's true. I, yeah, I, I guess really, we can assume Shadow Pokemon are a crime. I suppose. I think they imply that they're a crime, but then am I also not a criminal for keeping my <laughs> Shadow Pokemon? So, oh, okay, geez. Anyways, uh, Pokemon FBI agent, stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ever the Tricksters, Team Go Rocket members are out in force spreading mischief on every block, and they're not alone. New Shadow Pokemon have been spotted, including Shadow Reggie Gigas. And beware of Shadow Lugia in five-star Shadow Rays. But don't be intimidated by Team Go Rocket's show of force. With party play, you can band together with your friends and embrace the party power. Gather your allies and get ready for some Halloween season showdowns. Okay, so I think the counter argument to your, if it's not enough to take down a five-star raid thing, is sort of countered with party power. I suppose it's a good argument. Well, it's as long as it is enough, obviously. Yeah. And I'm not talking about people bringing level 50 counters. I'm talking about people bringing level 35 counters. Yeah, I agree. I just, I think maybe that's what they had in mind for that. Who knows? Um, but when is this Sinister Shadows Abound event? Uh, it's from Thursday, October 26th at 10 a.m. to Tuesday, October 31st at 8 p.m. local time. Save Shadow Regigigas. Because somebody has to. Giovanni's back with another nefarious plot. And this time it includes using Shadow Regigigas. <laughs> the other Reggies didn't quite work out. So he's like, that's fine. I'm going to go get their dad. Uh, a new special research story will be available at the beginning of this event. Progress through it to receive a super rocket radar and chase down Giovanni. You can claim this special research up to the end of Pokemon Go Adventures Abound on December 1st at 10 a.m. local time. So this will be out to everybody. If this is your first time at this particular Team Go Rocket Rodeo, you do this entire research, which includes a lot of Tingo Rocket related things like fighting the leaders, etc. You get the Super Rocket radar. Then Giovanni has a chance to show up once that's equipped and active. And then once you beat him, you will get a chance to, to catch Shadow Reggie Gigas. Shadow Raid debuts. Shadow Lugia will return to Pokemon Go by making its debut in Shadow Raids. Also, for the first time in Pokemon Go, you'll be able to encounter Shiny Shadow Lugia. If you're lucky, it's a tongue twister. Shiny Shadowlugia. Shadowlugia will appear in five-star raids from Saturday, October 28th at 10 a.m. to Sunday, October 29th at 8 p.m. local time. In other words, this is sort of like a soft raid weekend event. That's part of this, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But not as cool. Well, actually, okay. That's the coolest part of this for me. <laughs> this part is the coolest part for Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> 
Team Go Rocket Grunts, as well as their leaders, Sierra, Cliff, and Arlo, are using different shadow Pokemon. Help Spark, Blanche, and Candela overcome their adversaries and, and rescue the shadow Pokemon. In addition, Team Go Rocket has also turned the following Pokemon into shadow Pokemon. Defeat Team Go Rocket Grunts to save them. Also, Pokemon rescued from Team Go Rocket Grunts may be shiny Pokemon, if you're lucky. And these new Pokemon include, first, foremost, and most importantly, <laughs> Ghastly, baby. Yeah. Woo! And all of his eyes are so red. It's so good. It's just giant red half circles on his face. It's amazing. It, it looks amazing. Uh, Rhyhorn, Barboach, Cranidos, Shieldon, Drillbur, and Litwick. Um, okay, so let's let's pause for a second here. Now, Ghastly, Shadow Ghastly, and therefore by extension, Shadow Gengar is is exciting uh, for obvious reasons because he's already high top DPS and all that sort of stuff. But what about the other ones here? And I know that we'll talk about this in greater detail later. But just looking at this list, there are a few standouts that are like, wow, in Shadow, that's actually pretty cool. That no joke, this might be the best release of Shadow Pokemon that we've ever had. Definitely. I I don't even think it's close, mostly because the other good ones have been released like one at a time or started yeah. out shadow. Yeah. Like I get the other noteworthies are stuff like Machop and Swine Up. Those are really high up there too. But this is a a very stacked list of encounters. It is. It is. And they know what they're doing, you know, when they did this. Yes. So this is very 100%. exciting. Yeah. Uh, but again, we'll talk about the, those particular candidates in more detail later. I'm sure you can already guess where. Um, in Shadow Rates, we're going to see one star, lowercase s, uh, Ghastly, Grimer, Mistrevis, and Litwick, even though I wrote <laughs> Mistricus <laughs> in the notes. Mis Mistriacus. <laughs> uh, in three star raids, Nidorina, Nidorino, and Golbat. That's cool. Uh, event bonuses, Team Go Rocket will appear more frequently in balloons and it stops. You can use a charged TM to help a shadow Pokemon forget the charged attack frustration. Put it in your calendar now. Don't forget to TM frustration away. You get one chance a quarter. Here's your shot. Make sure you shoot it. Eggs, 12 kilometer egg pool. Larvitar, Sandal, Ponyard, Volibi, Dino, Pancham, and Salandit. Now, I could have swore that this pool got smaller. Did it or am I crazy? I do think this is smaller. I think the last pool at the very least had Skrelp in it as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not sure about anything else. It definitely had Skrelp, so it's at least one smaller. Yeah. Uh, well, that's great. Um, but uh, all of these can be shiny too, except for Salandit, which is pretty, pretty cool. Now that uh, Ponyard's been added and all that good stuff, Panchain came out a bit ago. Uh, so actually, I'm not so sure about Sandile. I don't know. Um, but the majority of them can be. And that's pretty cool. Uh, I Again, we say this every time, but I really wish that they would make this pool a little bit more exciting or make it so that like 12 kilometer eggs can be hatched in six base kilometers or something. Some other way to make them feel a bit better, I think. And then lastly, field research. Field research tasks awarding a mysterious component will be available throughout the event. These tasks are pretty cool, especially if you're like averse to doing Team Go Rockets over and over and over again. You can just do like a few and then do three field research tasks and already have a radar ready to go. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it, th those tasks are good. Also, I have to say, if these are correct, the current 12 kilometer pool 
has 12 Pokemon in it. I know. Okay, so what are the other the other ones? Either three? Uh, well, hang on. What is currently on here? I have to switch no, one five, for five. a second. What do we currently have? Or what is coming is in there? Okay, so uh, no Skrelp, no Inke, no Absol, no Skarupi. That's what is those are those four are currently in the 12k eggs on top of the others. That I just oh, listed. yeah, they just they just removed the uh, rarest ones from the group. Okay. Those are listed as four eggs. That's a One, terrible collection of four. What? Skarupi is a four? Yeah, Skarupi, Absol, Skrelp and Inke are all the, the rarest. At the, at the three that? egg yeah. tier is Dino on its own. At the two egg tier is Larvitar, Scraggy, and Salandit. And the most common, unsurprisingly, are Sandile, Ponyard, Volibi, and Pancham. Pretty crazy. Look at us doing research. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have a retraction this week? Did we? I yes, think we have. I have a retraction. Okay. This is not the place to put it, but we're going to put it here anyways. Shedinja <laughs> is in field research. There I didn't know. I'm there glad to hear it. Very positive. C- aside, though, until <laughs> two days ago, the shadow was turned off. Oh, really? Between Hoenn Tour in February and now, not a single shadow was or shiny was reported. Shiny. Shedinja. Gotcha. Bummer. Until Bummer. two days ago. <laughs> two days after somebody made a post on Reddit about it. Hmm. So, yeah correlation is not causation but i think it might be (laughs) yeah that definitely is this is not the first time this has happened shout out and big thanks to sarah amanda yes thank Thank you thank you very much i do like that shedinjas and tasks so it is a very rare task but it's a thing yep too bad spiritum isn't the same story we didn't talk about that yet. No, <laughs> we'll get in our notes. We'll get we there. We'll get there because next event is Halloween part two. <laughs> Trainers Pokemon Go is throwing a huge Halloween party this year, and it's wherever you and your friends want it to be. What better way to celebrate than with your closest buddies? Get ready for even more spooky shenanigans. <laughs> Where familiar Pokemon will appear wearing costumes and Zerua, the ever elusive, tricky fox Pokemon, will return with a surprise if you're lucky. That surprise is that it's shiny. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Are you ready for a new way to play Pokemon Go with your friends? With Party Play, trainers will now be able to adventure together in a shared in-game experience, completing challenges along the way. I love that they shoved this in here. This is great. They kind of just talk more about Party Play. We already talked about it. That's cool. So when is Part 2 starting? It's Thursday, October 26th at 10 a.m. to Tuesday, October 31st at 8 p.m. local time. Uh, Pokemon debuts. Pikachu and Gengar wearing a Tricks and Treats costume. And you'll also be able to encounter other costumed Pokemon from previous years during this event. Hard pause. I think, and I I think you're going to disagree with me, but in your heart, you know it's true. I think this time the Pikachu wins over the Gengar for costumes. I don't particularly care for the Pikachu's costume that much, but the Gengar costume is not very good. It's I can't even tell what's going on there. Well, if you go check out uh, Discord, I think it was in our redacted chat. Uh, it is apparently a play on a Gengar plush that they released, but the plush has like a like a kimono or like another type of ceremonial robe that he's also wearing. Oh, that makes the costume make way more sense. So they just put like the ear head stuff on this time. Yeah, and that was it. 
know. So like, okay, yay. I would, no joke, it's new, so that's cool. I'd rather have either the Frankenstein or the witch's hat back. Yeah, the witch's hat one was awesome. I, I mean, the Frankenstein one was cool, but the, the witch's hat one is just like classic, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like a little orange suit, dapper Halloween Pikachu. He looks cool. Gengar, I think I can actually leave it this time, which is a bummer to say. But yeah. Uh, but what about Wild Encounters? Let's talk about those. Costumed Pikachu, costumed Vulpix, the one from last year. Mischievous, Murkrow, Sableye. Costumed Piplup, the one from last year. Drifloon, Yamask, Zerua, which is the new shiny. Fennekin, Phantom, costumed Pumpkaboo, the one from last year. <laughs> Noibat and costumed Gengar, but it'll be the one from this year. Now, I know that they said that you'll be able to encounter other costume Pokemon from previous years, like some of the examples we just read, but I wonder if that also includes uh, Pikachu and Gengar, because I'd like Probably to see not. the other Gengar around. Uh, well, yeah. that, that I'm, I'm going to say no, because we already know that Niantic cannot activate two forms of something at the same time. Yeah. yeah like, it's just like where the way their game is coded, they, they cannot do it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that said, I think the clear same. winner is still Pumpkaboo. So it doesn't matter. Like the Pumpkaboo costumes? has the best costume and it's not even close. Yeah. I, I mean, I really like Volpix's. I just wish it was more involved. Yeah. I just drove like a bow tie and neck top hat. Thing. It's so good. It is very, very good. Yeah. Uh, time to research. A trick or treat themed time to research will be available throughout the event. Complete the research tasks to encounter Halloween themed Pokemon such as Zerua, Phantom, costumed Pokemon, and more. More of a chance for Phantom. That's cool. New shiny. Don't forget, folks. Event bonuses. Additional candy for successfully catching Pokemon with nice throws, great throws, and excellent throws. These are the same. Actually, these are the same bonuses as for part one. Um, so additional candy XL for also throwing uh, throwing well. Costume Pokemon will have a chance to give additional candy when caught. And I think this bonus is actually new. Um, on October 31st, oh yes, it would be because the other part didn't cover this date. On October 31st, costume Pokemon will have a chance to give rare candy or rare candy XL when caught. If this happens more than one in a hundred times, this is going to be good. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, it's, it's a great feature on paper, Yeah, but like, that's where it's probably going to stay great is on paper. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of I don't it's not to be a, a negative Nelly there, but like how many hat Pokemon? I mean, costume. OK, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna walk that back because there's so many costume Pokemon. Usually we only have one or two costume Pokemon. There's one, two, three, uh, four costume Pokemon. Five if you get a Gengar spawn. So. OK, you know what? That that may be a good that may be a good feature. Yeah, we'll see how it pans out. Yeah. Um, in raids, one-star raids, Ghastly, Mischievous, and Phantom. That means in one-star raids, Shadow and Regular, Ghastly will be hatching, which is pretty cool. Three-star raids will feature Gengar wearing a Tricks and Treats costume alone in the lineup. Five-star raids includes Darkrai, who's already out now at time of recording. Mega raids will feature Mega Bennett. Field Reacher's Task Encounters, if you get an event field research task that ends with a Pokemon encounter, you have a chance to get Miss Magius, Galarian, Mask, Phantom, and Slash or Grievard. So that's part two. And, and a lot of it was also repeated stuff. They reminded us to go by the 
uh, ticket ticket of treats. That's what it is. The ticket of treats research. They, they talked about the spirit tomb research again. They talked about the other time to research a lot of repeat stuff. So we won't cover it again, but that's part two. So Kyle, how are you feeling about Halloween part two? The, the layup. I mean, it, it's good. I don't have any real issues at all. New Gengar costume is cool. I don't, yeah. I, mean, I don't care for the costume itself, but something else to collect. So I'll take that. True. And shiny Zerua is so good. It is. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful shiny, that blue. So, yeah, big fan. Yeah. That said, they don't mention how shiny Zerua is going to work. Does, no, they don't. Do I they? don't know how it works in in the regular games. So does shiny Zerua show up shiny when it's mimicking something? You know, I here's the thing. Though we can sort of, I think, reverse engineer this because if your buddy is a shiny something and a Zerua yeah. pops up, it shows as shiny something, right? That is your buddy. So I would assume that if you have got a regular old Dratini as your buddy, it would show up as a regular Dratini and then when it transforms it. That's my guess. Yeah, you'll That's have to guess. be more diligent than at finding it, I suppose. Yep. And a good tip for this is pick the largest brightly colored Pokemon, most obnoxious Pokemon you can find in your collection. Make just it your buddy so that you something never Something that is like just will never spawn in the wild. Just, yeah, like a Lugia or a Mewtwo. Yeah. yeah, something like that. So, yep, there's that. Part two Halloween. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll get a chance to, to play it this week uh, at the end of the week and talk about it next time we record, hopefully. If we're I not think, <laughs> we'll see what we record. <laughs> I think that now's a good time to talk a little bit about part one because yeah. it's it's happening. We got our time researches. We got our paid researches. Well, you know, paid for our paid researches, all that. Yep. It's one spirit tomb. It's one spirit tomb. It's one spirit tomb. I'm so upset right now. I haven't <laughs> finished it yet. So, you know, maybe I'll be happy. Not likely. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Mitch, if you're listening, uh, you can go soak your feet, buddy. <laughs> He got a shiny spirit too. Of out of his did. check this year. Uh, yeah, oh I, boy! I have to, apparently, I have to do the nice throws. I've been throwing terribly, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty upset about that. And we already talked about the value of the other ones. It's just they're not. It's, it's not great value. But if you like the pose, <laughs> yeah, I almost finished it today while I was out doing incense day. Oh, we didn't even talk about incense day. Oh no! Do we talk uh, about it before or after Dia de Muertos? Let's let's talk about it now. That was a great time. To okay, kind of talk okay, about can't it. wait. So, it's all fresh. <laughs> I haven't heard anything from Chris about it. No. All right. So we'll we'll take a quick little pause here in between, um, you know, the the groups of fresh events and talk about another event that just ended an hour and twenty one minutes ago. Yep. Uh, Incense Day Skarupi. Now, I was well, I was trying really hard to be excited for it. Um, bug rotation hours, poison rotation hours, pretty straightforward, boosted shiny for Skaroopy, um, six hours long. Sounded great on paper. I came home two hours early and yep. I would have come home earlier if I wasn't also playing Monster Hunter. I do really believe that. Um, I was really disappointed in this event. It didn't feel good. It felt like regular play and every once in a while a regular colored Skaroopy would show up. 
for my incense. I didn't get a lot of other spawns from the spawn pool, but when you did get something other than a Scroopy, it was a very frustrating experience because no other shinies were, were, were boosted. You were only looking for Scroopy. So everything else, while some of those spawns were kind of cool, were were nothing nothing but obstacles, really, from like a, a game feel perspective, you know? So uh, I didn't care for it. I don't think I, I don't think I had fun. <laughs> I really don't think I had fun. Um, and this never happens to me. Even events that people hate, I usually will stick it out for the entire time um, so that we can talk about it. But yeah, this time just was not feeling it. Not a big, big fan. Yeah. I mean, also the, the boosted rate was not very boosted. No, it wasn't. Like compared to default, it was boosted. People were reporting it at like one in 125, maybe. For how few opportunities you got, you you mathed yeah. it out last week to 360 if you only got Skaroopy for six hours. <laughs> yeah, for six hours of play. That said, yeah. uh, Incense was boosted. It was slightly faster at yeah. spawning Pokemon. So you yeah. did get more, a few more than what I was roughly mathing out, but still. Yeah, so I think I think I've deduced what this is. What what I don't like about it is because it it robs you of your agency. Because you are pulling the lever on the slot machine every time your incense makes a spawn. And you're looking for one particular thing. You're looking for Scroopy. And that's what's advertised. And it just does not feel right. It does not feel good. So, um, yeah, I think think wild spawns needed to change. And I think only Scroopy needed to be in the incense pool. And that was it. I think that would have fixed it for me. That's, yep. that's fair thoughts. Be interested to hear if other people at, uh, had a very positive experience with Incense Day or if it was just enough to enhance your regular play because it was a Saturday. So, you know, you might have just gone out and played and it made your regular day better. Yeah. And that's a that's a fair thought, I suppose. Yeah, that definitely is. Um, it's not what was advertised, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, if. Like, I wouldn't go out to play it, you know? It would be like, a, oh, I'm out. This happens to be happening. That's cool. But I don't think that appeals to people that are, like, really super into this game. <laughs> you know, I think the it would yeah. be more like, a, I go out for this event and that's it. So, anyway, there's there's the thoughts and feelings there. So, all right, new piece of news here. Dia de Muertos 2023. Trainers were excited to share details on this year's celebration of Dia de Muertos in Pokemon Go. Dia de Muertos is a holiday observed in Mexico and other parts of the Americas that celebrates the lives and the memory of friends and family who have moved on to another world. In an ancient Aztec tradition, it is said that the spirits of our loved ones never go away, but simply travel to a different world, and during a special time of year, they would return to our world. Ever since, people that celebrate Dia de Muertos get ready for the uh, for this occasion, setting the table with the favorite dishes of their ancestors, covering the streets with petals of the Sempasuchil flower, and lighting candles and incense to enjoy a joyful celebration full of colors, music, flowers, and flavors. When is this happening? Wednesday, November 1st at 10 a.m. to Thursday, November 2nd at 8 p.m. Uh, debuts. This year, we're getting two new costume Pokemon. Technically, one yes. line of new costume Pokemon. Very good looking. Uh, Cubone and Marowak wearing a Sempasuchil Shield crown. Uh, it's a flower crown. It's like a red flower crown. You might have seen the Dusk Skull last year or seen somebody who has one. Um, 
they're beautiful. They're so it, good. And it's a it's yeah. a different crown too. I'm just I want to point that out. It looks good and yep. it's different. Yep. Uh Cuban was a good choice for this. I think the red color is like a great complement to the brown and white. Well, also you know? thematically it, it it works very well. So Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, event bonuses, lure modules activated during the event will last for 90 minutes. Incense, excluding daily adventure, um, activated during the event will last for 90 minutes and two times catch candy. And if you are a trainer in Latin America and the Caribbean, uh, you can look forward to the additional event bonus of additional candy for transferring Pokemon. I love the nod uh, to, to the region where the event is kind of like coming from. That's very cool. Wild encounters during this event will include Sunkern, Sableye, Rosalia, Duskull wearing a Sempasuchil crown. So if you had missed out on Duskull, now you get another chance. That one too. That's cool. Drifloon, Litwick, Cubone wearing a Sempasuchil crown, Yamask, and Phantom. Incense and Lure encounters, remember that they're extended, uh, will include Sunkern, Sunflora, Houndour, Sableye, Rosalia, Duskull wearing a Sempasuchil crown, Drifloon, Cubone wearing a Sempasuchil crown, Flabebe of the orange variety, um, which is like the rarer one. Uh, trainers in Latin America and the Caribbean can look forward to even more encounters with featured event Pokemon when using incense and lure modules. I, I'm not sure if they mean that that means it's going to be faster, more effective in those areas or not, but I think so. It is an interesting wording. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Very strange. Um, field research task encounters will include Sunkern, Drifloon, Litwick, the new Cubone, and Alolan Marowak. That's cool. Uh, and raids, one-star raids will have the new Cubone wearing the Sempasuchil crown. Three-star raids will include Azumarill, Umbreon, Harry Yama, and Bombardier. All of those can be, well, not all of them can be shiny. I don't think Harry Yama can be. But Bombardier is kind of a new, a newer shiny end to the game. And that's cool. Five-star raids, Darkrai, Mega Raids, Mega Manette. Not different than what we already knew for that time period. Featured avatar items and stickers. You can dress for the occasion with the return of the Dia de Muertos avatar item. This item will be available to purchase in the in-game shop during the event and will continue to be available after the event ends. Um, there's going to be stickers. The usual deal with those. And then there's going to be showcases featuring Duskull. This is pretty sweet. So, Mr. Kyle, how do you feel about the Dia de Muertos event? It's cool to see this one come back around. It was great last year. Yeah, I it it's great. I, I like to see it. It's, you know, it's only for two days, but the Sempasutral crowns are fantastic. Mm -hmm. Thematically, it's really, it's really strong, I think, especially for the time of year. It, you know, following right after Halloween for the rest of the world. But yeah. Well, rest of the west at the very least so this I, I like it this kind of event is is what i think pokemon go uh could be best at which is sort of like it's a global game and we have events based off of cultural dates holidays and stuff like that and then it has the ability to reach its global audience by teaching us a bit about other cultures in this way and i think that's cool and i think it could be pokemon Go's like strongest thing if they did more stuff like this because this is great yeah so yep 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 okay and last piece of news is really exciting really really exciting november community day 
Whooper and Paldean. <laughs> Whooper. They did it. They did it, Kyle. We made it. It did. Uh-huh. Uh, Sunday, November 5th from 2 to 5 p.m. local time is when this is going to happen. The featured attack, regular Whooper going into Quagsire, will know the charged attack Aquatail, which in trainer battles and gyms and raids is 50 power. Um, I was just on PvP corner with Fish filling in for DeFi, who was feeling a little under the weather. And I believe we said that it was going to get Surf. That's not right. <laughs> it's getting Aquatail. <laughs> um, Evolve Paldean Werper. Werper. Evolve, <laughs> evolve Paldean Werper <laughs> during the event or up to five hours afterwards to get a Claude Sire that knows the charged attack Mega Horn of all moves. It doesn't even have a horn. <laughs> it's got a round head. <laughs> um, Mega Horn hits like a truck, apparently. Trainer yes, battles and gyms and raids, 110 power. Blow the doors off of that. My God. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Community Day special research story, A Muddy Buddy, will be available for US $1 or, you know, the equivalent price in tier in your country. Um, credit where credit is due. That's a good name for the research. This Solid time. name. Yeah. But I have to say, though, the community has made it for them. So, like, yeah, the, yeah. the prevalence of Mud Boy for the last three odd years, four years, yeah. like is, 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 is given on a silver platter. The past three years have been odd, haven't they? More odd than the last four. That's because that, that would be even then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Thank goodness. We edit this show. Event bonuses, two times candy for catching Pokemon. Quarter hatch distance for eggs placed in incubators. So that's that's the, the main one this time. Two times chance for trainers level 31 and up to receive candy XL from catching. Lure modules and incense, excluding daily adventure, uh, will last for three hours when activated during the event. Take a few snapshots. It'll be Werper. Uh, one additional special trade can be made for a maximum of two and trades will require 50% less stardust. All this is pretty common. Uh, so the, the real big takeaway is that's quarter hatch distance, which is my favorite. How do they know? This is on my birthday, by the way. So that feels like a personal gift from Niantic. Thank you. Four star raid battles. So the bonus ones after the fact, I thought for sure they'd be Quagsire and Claude Sire, but no, <laughs> Oregon, the Werper boys, uh, all up in those, those four star raids at the end for additional spawns after the fact. There's going to be a web store community day bundle. Uh, so it'll be an ultra community day bundle featuring you're going to love this, Kyle, 500 Pokeballs, one Poffin and three lucky eggs for nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't buy this. If you have zero Pokeballs, it might be worth it. No, no, it's not. I'm, I'm going to tell you, don't I'm gonna tell you right now. Don't play Pokemon Go. If your choice is either <laughs> is either pay ten dollars for Pokeballs or not have any Pokeballs, go <laughs> like Pokemon Go. Go play Monster. Play something else. Something yeah. else. Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. At least it's a large amount of Pokeballs. I will say that. Yeah, but like, come is, on. Was that like ethical gatekeeping right there? I think so. <laughs> yes yes that was ethical gatekeeping although i'm not trying to gatekeep i'm just trying to save other people 
money and heartache. Understood. Understood. Uh, there's going to be event bundles. Maybe we'll have more luck here. Two community day bundles will be available during this event in the regular in-game shop. For 1,350 Poke uh, Coins, you will get 50 Ultra Balls, five Super Incubators, one Elite Charge Stam, and five Lucky Eggs. That's the usual bundle. Um, for 480 Poke Coins, you will get 30 Ultra Balls, one Incense, three Super Incubators, and one Lure Module. <sighs> That's not bad. Um, the 1351 is a lot. The 481 is not too, too bad, although I would love to have seen something else besides Ultra Balls in there, but... I mean, yeah. it's not, it's not good, but it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's a great way to put it. <laughs> and the you know, the other one is the the elite TM. Yeah, of course, what, of course. What are you gonna do? Do you still buy that? I haven't the past two. I'm gonna get back into it, but oh, okay. Hang on, no, no. Past two is is not is is very recent. How many? elite tms do you have currently because i feel like you've probably only used maybe five i think you're right on assuming how many i have and have not used but let's take a look see here i've got 22 elite fast tms and 19 elite charged and i would like to point out to everybody that chris does not regularly regularly do gbl so has not gotten to rank 20 to get his free one every season uh i don't i think i've only gotten it once so that yeah, that's that's oh my god, Chris. I, I mean, currently it's, have it's been a long time. Where uh, I have eight fast TM and seven charged TM elite. Oh well, you could do better. <laughs> no, no, I I, I could do better. <laughs> you could do better. But we can't do any better than these adorable stickers that they're going to have for Whooper Community Day. I didn't put the picture in the notes, but Kyle, please. Please go take a look in the blog post. They are adorable. I'm a big yeah. fan. Yeah they're, yeah, they're they're pretty good. They're pretty mm-hmm. good. So let's Whooper Community Day, Mr. Kyle. Thoughts, feelings. They better be positive, I swear. I am neutral. <laughs> it's it's fine. <laughs> I am I don't have great love for Whooper. And I uh, controversial opinion i don't like Claude sire i think quagsire is far superior okay and yeah i'm i know there's a lot of love for whooper i don't i don't really have it it's the big derpy smile I, I, I like i like whooper whooper's whooper's fun but it's not like making me hyped to go get whoopers but it is cool True. for Calde and whooper that that is cool i just sure. like how regal the sire at the end of quag sire and claude sire makes them sound <laughs> yep yeah you're quag sire but mm? you enjoy your claude sire oh. <laughs> i'm very much looking forward to this um yeah it's great it's great i gushed about this on pvp corner too Whoopers <laughs> the best <laughs> okay well that wraps up the news boy we've been at this for a while there was a lot to get through um so we'll pass on over to mr kyle for gear up so this week on gear up we're going to do a breakdown of the shadow shakeup we have good news and bad news sort of <sighs> oh. it's it's mostly good news so all this discussion is ignoring metas it metas it is very meta we're ignoring megas though and first up, we're just going to talk about Gengar because that's that's who we're here to talk about. 
That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Come so, out swinging. <laughs> with shadow boosts, Gengar is the new top ghost DPS. I have top in heavy quotation marks here, unfortunately. 21.9 DPS compared to regular Gengar's 18.1, which is a, it's a good boost. It's a good boost, although it's not as crazy as a couple that we'll see in a second. As we talked about last week, effective rating of 43.9 versus regular Gengar, which is at a 37.9. That's, that's a big boost. Yeah, it's huge. Now, here's the biggest problem. Gengar is so squishy. It's likely to be so squishy that it's not even going to be viable, depending on what you're fighting. If it's a psychic type that knows a psychic move, you're probably better off with Mega Gengar or literally anything else on the list. You might actually get one shot by a psychic or a confusion, I should say, which would be hilarious if you get a video <laughs> of that. I'd like to see it. Now, next up, Chandelure, an unsurprising number two for ghost type. 21.5 DPS compared to regular Chandelure's 17.8. So that's an even bigger increase than Gengar's. And almost comparable to Gengar. They're very close. Except Chandelure has an effective rating of 45.24 compared to the regular, which was at 39.11. So technically speaking, better than Gengar. Mm -hmm. It's still squishy because that's just, that's just what Chandelure is. Less squishy than Gengar. And that matters a lot when you're talking about shadows because the bulk lets the DPS live longer and the DPS boost is really big. But the biggest thing that Chandelure has going for it, we talk about it a lot, it's not poison type. <laughs> it means it's not weak to say it. Yeah, yeah. So in any case that you would bring Shadow Gengar, Shadow Chandelure is probably going to be better. It hurts me to say that, but I have to say the truth. Now, if you're going for pure DPS numbers, okay, maybe. But again, I think a, a Shadow Tyranitar with Brutal Swing will probably be better in that case as well. So unfortunate. That's, that's some of the bad news there. Some more good news. We have Rhyperior. It's a new number two rock type. 19.35 DPS compared to regular Rhyperior's 15.9. Effective rating of 45.88 compared to regular's 39.51. It's, it's, Rhyperior looks really good as a shadow. I don't oh, yeah. mean visually. I mean performance-wise. Visually, it's sort of a mess. but uh. <laughs> Visually, Yeah, you either love it or hate it, don't you? I, I yeah. saw a lot of comments about people not liking Rhyperior today. I was like, oh. I think he's fine. I think the shadow effect on it is going to be weird with the red eyes, though. Yeah. The red's going to clash with the orange for me. Uh, but Rhyperior already performed very well as a rock type, obviously, with Rock Wrecker. With Stone Edge, it's fine. But Rhyperior is innately bulky, and that helps it stand up even more as a shadow. Now, one con for Rhyperior, you need Elite TM for Rock Wrecker, or you need to do it during an event. That's is, that's a big negative. Isn't Stone Edge like it's it's worse, like very clearly worse, but it's not so bad that it's not unusable. Yeah, I mean, right? Shadow Rhyperior with Stone Edge is better than all non-shadow options. Yeah. Except yeah. for regular Rampardos, because regular Rampardos is actually uh 
like really good, but yeah, squishy. So we'll talk about. But it's like if you're going all the way, you know, you definitely want to be prepared for that. And you can't TM into a special move during an event. You have to evolve, don't you? Yeah, yeah. When, like it, if, when it is available for, you know, for free, quote unquote, yeah, you have to evolve into it. You can't just be like, hey, so regular probably TM. better to, to hold them, <laughs> yeah. especially because you never know when you get a better Rhyperior. Who knows? Next up is Rampardos. It's the new number one rock type, technically. Very similar situation with these four Pokemon. It's very funny. 22.47 DPS compared to regular Rampardos's 18.4. An effective rating of 45.49. The regular has 30. That's huge. It's literally 50% better. I, I thought maybe you mistyped that and that was supposed to be regular has 40 because that would be more in line with everybody else's er increase but let's make sure i'm not crazy first that is that is we'll, insane we'll double check on the fly insane improvement uh, oh so it, it's it's a typo but it's not 40 it's 39 39 39 so okay up for not as insane that makes a lot more sense so regular has 39 shadow has 45.49 still very good still it's, insane yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a similar Rhyperion Rampotos have a very similar improvement. It's almost like Shadow benefits both Pokemon a, hmm. a percentage of their current performance. Hmm. Now, the downside, Rampardos, again, very squishy, and the Shadow negative is also a big problem there. So while the DPS is really high, Rhyperior's bulk just kind of brings it ahead in terms of performance. They're very comparable but Shadow Rhyperior is going to be a lot easier to use. So if you have to decide for whatever reason between the two and you want to wait for the Elite TM or wait for the event or use an Elite TM, Rhyperior is better. But Rampardos' pro is it doesn't need an Elite TM. So you can just you just need your Shadow event. I, so. Smackdown Rock Slide, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. God help Shadow Rampardos if it ever get something better than rock slide i don't actually know if rock slide's bad i'm not gonna lie rock slide's fine um it's, can it's rampardos be- learn meteor beam so so here's the thing though is that rampardos is so so glassy that it might not actually benefit too too much from some of those lots high energy moves right like rock slide is good because it doesn't take very much to get there and so it can boom boom charge move and then <laughs> and then faint instead of boom 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 <laughs> faint <laughs> can it can it learn rock wrecker rock wrecker is a two bar move <laughs> i don't know if it can or can't i don't think so i would imagine that rock wrecker is better than rock slide yeah oh 100 percent is right so uh, that would be that would be the the loadout so thing. one more noteworthy in terms of pve dimension and it's excadrill not gonna lie totally forgot about this one and had to uh, add this in at the end as we were doing the earlier part of the show uh, cause all there is to say is it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> ground doesn't have a lot of competitive Pokemon in go. You have Groudon, you have Excadrill and you have Mamoswine. And I suppose Landorus. Landorus is also an option, but yeah. Yeah. And shadow Excadrill is the best option outside of primal Groudon. It's just very good. Definitely worth using if you don't have a team of six Groudon that you've already spent a ton of stuff on. 
What is so interesting about the list of new shadows is that the ones that you didn't list are notable in PvP. There is not yes. a a flat addition in this list at all. Because the ones that that weren't listed here, um, Barboach and Shieldon, right? Yep. And both of those, Bastidon is nuts in PvP, is very, very popular. It's kind of a wall, so Shadow just makes it do more damage, and it's still going to have plenty of bulk. And Wizcash is a monster, or has been a monster in PvP I'm, in the past. I'm so. very interested to know if Shadow helps the Mud Boy more. Because, like... Uh, I mean, so so here's the thing, right? So Bastion is a wall with high energy cost charge moves, right? Yep. And Whiskash is also kind of a bulky sort of Pokemon, less so than Bastidon, but has the opportunity to like mud bomb spam and then keep a blizzard in the back, right? And so I guess it kind of depends. It, it depends on the situation. I think Bastidon walks away with much more of an improvement than Whiskash does, but I think a Shadow Whiskash will ruin somebody's day. I don't know. Like, it's, we don't know what we're talking about, but if if you get hit with like, <laughs> yeah. like three counters on a Shadow Bastidon, you're like... Yeah, before you've even swapped, you've lost half your half your health. That's right. That's right because it's oh, already I crazy. <laughs> I feel like personally, Shadow Bastidon is counter to the concept of Bastidon as a whole, but maybe it helps its performance in scenarios where it would struggle otherwise. I think it it just yeah yeah because it doesn't get you to your moves faster. It still takes just as long. You're just dealing more damage with your smackdowns. And then if you manage to land your flamethrower on the right Pokemon, you're going to do a million damage. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm really interested in the mud bomb spam. That seems yeah, like it too. benefits a lot from shadow. Yeah. So it's, see, a, it's a very good setup of, these, of shadow Pokemon. These shadow Pokemon are so good. Kyle, it had us talking about PVP on purpose for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> and those are your shadow Pokemon. For now. All right. All right, all right, all right. Really fun. Fun group this time. Cool. We're going to take a short little break here and we'll come back with Pokalore. Welcome back. It's time for Pokalore. And as promised last week, this week we're going to be talking about Grievard and Houndstone, the ghost dog Pokemon. Ooh, woof, woof, ooh. Grievard is up first. Grievard is a quadrupedal canine Pokemon whose body is covered in long, shaggy, pale gray hair that reaches down to its legs. Its large snout peaks under the hair, covering most of its head, and contains a black triangular nose and a wide, jagged mouth, powerful enough to shatter bones. Rather than having actual teeth, Grievard instead has serrated lips. It has stubby limbs and large, round feet, and it has a slight waddle to its walk. Its rear has a thin, wispy tail. On the top of its head is a protrusion resembling a candle, which burns with a small, purplish-yellow light. Grievard usually rests underground, with the candle-like part of its head left uncovered, as it waits for people to come nearby. If it is approached, it jumps out of the ground and lets a spooky cry that may unintentionally startle most people. Grievard is friendly, affectionate, and easily gets lonely. It is really easy to, to befriend and will forever follow anyone who gives it the slightest of attention. And they do mean forever, because it's a ghost. <laughs> However, it is advised not to play with Grievard too often, as it is known to slowly and unwittingly drain the life force of those near it. It is rumored that Grievard is the reincarnation of a dog Pokemon that had never interacted with a human and died in the wild. Grievard primarily lives in boreal mountains. Wow, that one was a little dark. I mean, most of the ghost ones are, but the serrated lips is my favorite part of that whole thing. 
That's so silly. That's cool. That's cool. No, though. it's the type. Of, it's the type of description you don't need to explain why your Pokemon visually looks the way it does. I yeah, I appreciate. I could it. just assume those are teeth. Got sharp lips, man. Sharp lips. Sharp lips. <laughs> uh, Houndstone is next. Houndstone is a large skeletal canine Pokemon reborn from a lovingly mourned deceased Pokemon. The top of its head and its humped back are covered in long, shaggy white fur that is a light purple color at the base, covering its eyes and its body. Its face has a large, protruding lower jaw, and its legs have three toes each. Below its fur, its legs and tail do not appear to be attached to a torso, instead floating in place relative to each other. Atop Houndstone's head is a large protuberance, highly resembling a tombstone, which it prefers not to be touched. Houndstone spends much of its time buried below the ground, particularly in graveyards which only its or with only its tombstone visible. Houndstone is considered the most loyal of all dog Pokemon. It predominantly lives in boreal mountains. Oh, good boy. Uh, stats. Max CP at 40 is 25, 14 at 50, 28, 42, 176 stamina, 195 defense, and 186 attack. Best move set, bring Lick with Shadow Ball and dig it has another option of of bite for its fast move and you don't want to do that because this is a ghost ground pokemon yeah was it just ghost it's it's a it's a ground no it's it's just ghost it's just ghost i'm sorry just ghost yeah Yeah, so lick should be something else but it's not so lick with shadow ball and dig um so long story short this pokemon is is fine but it is very mediocre um, yep. I would not use it for anything in particular, but it is a great dog Pokemon and it's a ghost and it's cool. So anything to add? <laughs> I I like Grievard a lot. Yeah. I think Houndstone could use a little bit of work personally. Hmm. And not the least of which is its typing, but Grievard is just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could use a, a, a second evolution. You mean like a split evolution or like a three-stage evolution? Three-stage, a third stage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. Although Houndstone is is great, I think. I think I like Houndstone a bit more than you might. But we both agree on Grievard. Um, and especially when it's dancing on top of the speakers during that gym leader fight. It's great. <laughs> good, good stuff. <laughs> All right. So that was Pokalore, which means that we're in the neighborhood of Pokapole. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Last week's Pokeball question was, how do you feel about the way unique Pokemon such as Shedinja and Spiritomb are handled in Pokemon Go? First one is from Pepper is Found, and they said, 
I may be biased because I have no attachment to Spirit Tomb or Shedinja. I don't really mind their gimmick, but I th- do think it's sketchy. I just wish the spawns out right now had more Halloween vibes. I'm really bummed that the first half of October, when they finally open the vault of ghost Pokemon, has events featuring common grass Pokemon, an incense day with common bug poison types, and a super ugly mono fighting type calm day Pokemon. I would be okay with this one month has ghost gimmicks if they actually stuck to it or had an alternative that scratched that spooky itch. So far, it has been super underwhelming, but at least the second half is looking like the turn I wanted. That calm day is still hurting a bit, though. I agree completely. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Sounds like a lot of the talking points you had. It's well, it's we're it's Halloween and we're getting nine days of ghosts. Yeah, basically. Yep. It's and we didn't get a ghost community. It's, I'm still so salty about that. <laughs> I can't even believe it. Yeah, it is. It was a it six a year tradition at that point. Right. Six, six, I don't know. It's a five year tradition, at least. I don't remember yep. the first one, honestly. Yep. It is. Um. It is underwhelming, I think was a good word to use here. Um, yeah. Yeah, it just it seems underutilized. October just feels underutilized, just sort of in general. Not to not to say there aren't events and some cool stuff happening in this month, but the the omissions um are very loud. Yeah. Well, you it's know? the cool stuff is just it feels so clustered. Mm-hmm. Like the cool stuff just started like a day ago, basically. Yes. The catch screen, that, by yeah. the way, is awesome. What? What is the ca- the catch screen? The catch screen is fantastic. It's and really so is the good. overworld. I love it. The map is. It beautiful. looks so good. The yep. blue is so. Uh, <laughs> and the green You're as well. Uh, but the current map looks so good. I could do without the leaves on the ground, but that's fine. But you just asked for them. You can't well, do but, like, that. <laughs> they do it poorly. Like okay. it looks more like dirt More was f- flecked at the screen instead of yeah. actually being around places. Yeah. They have a map. They use a map to generate their world. Don't have it overlap major roads. <laughs> Pretty simple. True. Honestly. Yeah, that's that's fair. But that's it's a nitpick, obviously. I don't. It's, it's fine. I, I like it a lot. I want to see four of these every year. I want to see it, you know, three months at a time. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Change this map in December. And then change it again in March. So good. Yeah. No, I agree. And it, they could really even like take it. They could turn on and turn off like the jack-o'-lanterns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the map would be otherwise good for fall up until that point. Like all yep. good. So. And we, we get a little bit of Christmas because it snows and that changes the way it wor- the world looks. Yeah. That's but true. that's a weather effect. It doesn't count. <laughs> Anyways, that's we've gotten true. a little sidetracked. I apologize. I agree. Good answer. Good answer. Next one's from Carlo, and he said, The initial rollout of Spiritomb slash Ninja was fine. How their legacies have continued is the largest disappointment. I have an idea for making each of them more obtainable. I think evolving a Ninkata should have either a high chance of or a guaranteed occurrence of spawning a personal Shedinja in a concept similar to photobombs. Similarly, I think mass transfers should have a chance of spawning a Spiritomb, <gasps> namely yeah. the chance being number of transfers divided by 108. These methods fit with their lore or ways of attaining them in the main series and involves gameplay loops that aren't as common as today's game in today's game. 
I think the Spirit Tomb idea would make it wouldn't make it past TPCI as it ties transferring to death in a way they avoid all costs outside of Pokedex entries. I, I do I do agree with that. Yeah, that's do, fair. Conceptually, I really like it. And the Shedinja thing is such a no-brainer that I don't know why they don't. It it can't be the T, the Pokemon company in this case because it works like that in the main game. Yes. So that's that's definitely a Niantic choice there. Yeah. And I mean, I know that they they wanted to keep some Pokemon in their back pocket to turn on and off for events to make them seem interesting. But when they end up feeling like they've gotten completely forgotten, and I understand that they're in the task. Yeah, for sure. Um, that then it's a problem. Then withholding them suddenly loses their value. Like if there were more than one Pokemon that could show up at a stop besides Kecleon and all of a sudden we went into a rut where there was no Kecleon, people would be like, where is he? You know, um, and I think this is the same for for this. In a Agreed. rare task, you're gonna uh, have to yeah, very I don't like yeah. There's the only reason for it to be rare is to be rare, and that's frustrating. Yes, it's not good. It's not even necessarily a fan favorite. People who like it like it a lot, yeah. And it's a niche Pokemon. It it feels very weird to be like rarer than a pseudo legendary. It's it's also our personal Venn diagram overlap <laughs> Pokemon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Shedinja community, they win. That'd be so sweet. Next one's from Al Belso. And they said, I'm compelled to answer this week's Pokeball since Shedinja is my favorite Pokemon. Back when Diamond and Pearl released, my friends and I got competitive into VGC play. As a slight troll, I love slipping Shedinja in my team as a last resort to defeat someone who is unable to damage it. Even though we don't have abilities in Go yet. I wish Niantic had a more creative solution to make Pokemon with gimmicks like that more unique. I really don't know why simply evolving an Inkata doesn't drop a Shedinja in your storage. Yep. Agreed. Good it point. Just, it, it, I feel like they could do it. That's that. That's got to be within their capabilities. Yeah, I, I don't see why not. Honestly, maybe maybe if they they're afraid if they did that, it'll suddenly wipe out all of your saved battle parties. Would you consider that? Right. It is a, it is yeah. a reasonable fear, <laughs> apparently, as proven this last two weeks. <laughs> Our last response is from Maxitron. They said, my response will include Shedinja, Spiritomb, Smeargle, Kecleon, Ditto, Zygarde, and Zerua. I don't think Shedinja just being behind such a hard season gate, especially not anymore. I think it lacks proper coding for criteria that would make it an interesting spawn, like Smeargle or Kecleon. By this point in the year, since... Its release, Spirit Tomb, should be at least in research tasks that are common, though I bet Sinnoh Tour will bust it wide open. Kecleon took too long for the release we got for it, and now it's almost too rare for most people. Ditto is also kind of too rare, and I wish it was usable in PvP. Zerua is fine, though it's pretty much another Ditto encounter clone. Smeargle is fine, though I wish it weren't shiny locked to the Festival of Colors event. Yeah. Zygarde just needs to provide more cells and then auto-collect when walking a route. Amen. Yeah. I think it's a lot for them to code one specific thing for one Pokemon that honestly doesn't even see that much use for them to prioritize. They'd rather build in features and flesh those out, and Kecleon stops, Ditto Zerua disguises, or even Shedinja encounters aren't worth more than routes, GBL, or even quality of life updates. That's really the answer is that development time is so limited that they yeah. would rather focus on building out the game mechanically than something they 
sort of have an answer to, even if it's not a good answer. Yeah. I mean, I agree. It doesn't answer spirit tomb. Unfortunately, spirit tomb should no. just, should just be there. Like, yep. <laughs> but Agreed. I do agree. Also, Zygarde should just be slightly more obtainable. It shouldn't take somebody six or eight months to get a perfect form. Yep. Trying every day. The but cells should be issue. a reward for finishing the route. They do not belong on the overworld map. Why? Yep. Yep. So for this week's Pokepole, we have, it's no secret that gyms need a revamp. What are your best ideas on how to improve gyms in Pokemon Go? Yep. So this is a question we've asked, uh, you know, a few times over the years. Um, but it's been a hot minute. And, uh, you know, we, I think people have been focusing on everything but gyms. <laughs> raids, shadow raids, this new party of play feature, routes, all sorts of stuff, you know, PvP. Let's let's take a look back in the rear view and remember, gyms still exist. Um, and they're still relatively gutted in comparison to what they used to be. Not many people even bother with them. So what can we do in order to make gyms better? Uh, there's, there's so many different directions you could go. Yeah. I'm I know gonna some. Say, I'm just going to say my one favorite when it's my turn. Okay. I know somebody suggested last time. I think they said it in an email. We didn't ask. It was just, it was just an email response about having a badge system that you can earn from gyms. Yep. Obviously the, the way you interact with gyms needs to change, but like a way to systematically work through badges and then at the end, you maybe you fight a champion or whatever, and then you get a major encounter. Maybe you get a legendary encounter, uh, you know, whatever you want to do with that. And then you start over again. It's not to tie it back because we didn't really talk this week about it, but sort of like how they treat the story, quote unquote, in Monster Hunter now. You have these tasks, you beat them, you get reward with an encounter. And I think that could translate into gyms. As long as you made it valuable enough, people would do it. Yeah, I think that's a great answer. Yeah, sort of just putting any sort of carrot on the stick rather than, oh, I just want to make sure that I get some coins from staying in this gym just long enough. Like that's not enough anymore um, for people to it, truly, truly care. And then it just causes people to get mad at each other. Gosh, how many emails have we had about people asking about gym etiquette? I think see, it would be enough if gyms were actually enjoyable to interact with sure yeah but as it is it's a chore to get your free coins instead of having something fun to do to get your free stuff yep yep um so my favorite response to this because we don't want to give away the keys to the kingdom here for everybody answering uh so i'm gonna limit myself to just the one but making the gym a hub for other activities like um, the Pokemon, uh, the Mart idea we had before, or like a Pokemon Center or some sort of other functionality that can be sort of plugged into not every gym, but like in a cell that has several gyms, the first one would potentially get this. And it's just sort of expanded stuff like in Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Um, some of those locations had like different like greenhouses and stuff. I don't remember what it was. It's been so long mm -hmm. now, but they had other things for you to do certain POIs. And I think gyms would be a great catalyst for that because it's too much clutter to put it at POIs or have different types of buildings and stuff like that. Just put that functionality in a gym, give people another reason to get there, and then they'll do the other stuff while they're there. They probably will. 
you know, I think that would be enough to sort of encourage, motivate players to interact with gyms more, even without me fixing anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So dear listener, if you have an answer to this week's Pokeball question, which is, uh, it's no secret that gyms need to revamp. What are your best ideas on how to improve gyms in Pokemon Go? You can answer that question. We posted on Twitter slash X at GoCast podcast. If you are a patron of ours, you can put it in the Pokepole channel in the uh, patron exclusive discord. If you're watching us on YouTube, yes, we're on YouTube. Please go subscribe and take a look at the video version of the show. Uh, you can comment your answer there. If you're listening on Spotify, the mobile app, you can answer this uh, directly through the app. There's like a, a Q&A section in the episode. You can check that out there. Um, but you can, of course, also leave us a voicemail with your answer by calling 262 586 7717. And lastly, the old fashioned way, feel free to send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of mail, both E and voice, Kyle, what's going on? It's time for emails. That's right. And one voicemail. We're going to play this first voicemail here from Super Flash 1087. Hi, GoCast Podcast. Superflash1087 here. It's been a long time since I've emailed or voicemail, but I'm still listening. I'm solving your no voicemail problem. No need to thank me. No, but thank you. Um, so I actually answer two very distant poke polls there long time before Ugh, the old days. Um, the one, the first one is, if you could make a po new Pokemon type, what would it be? I say light. Make a light type. Make dark, strong against light. Make like strong and dark. Light is invulnerable to like. light. Dark is invulnerable to dark. Then there's some sort of special Pokemon that is that nullify it's a light and dark Pokemon. And it's a mythical or a legendary or whatever. Also, new shiny changes. I actually answered this one a long time ago in my first voicemail. But I would like to change both Pikachu and Pika Blue. Pika Blue, aka mm -hmm. no Meryl, aka Pika Blue. Sorry, um, should be should change to Pikachu colors. That oh. way, it would be very ironic. If Pikachu would switch to Meryl's colors, and so <laughs> you could have both of them just like in your team, maxed out by a rocket grunt, and this AI is so confused because the shapes are wrong. <laughs> Sorry for the god. This is like two minutes of voicemail. <laughs> Pika blue vibes all. See ya. All right, so I love that shiny change idea because, it, and this is going to sound, this is going to sound, um, I guess, a little obsessive, but it would finally, finally, make the shinies make sense with Azumarill. Yeah, I was going to say finally they, they did half the idea with Azumarill. Yeah, yeah, but I I like the idea of a blue Pikachu because Pikachu's current shiny is not great. It's, it's playing safe. It's not great. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Also, Agreed. light type is a very good idea. I think that light dark Pokemon could be Absol. 
Yep. Yeah. That's my yeah. suggestion. But okay. yeah, thank you very much for the voicemail, Super Flash. That was great. Great to hear from you again. Um, so our first email here is from DI9 Girl, but I think it's supposed to be Dig Girl. I think the nine is supposed to be in place of a G. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure, though. I think I might be taking some creative liberties. <laughs> hey, guys, I just got the new party to play special research in game, and it's going to be the one thing I'll never complete. I don't have anyone to play in person with. Do you think there will be remote party play in the future? Could that work? Uh, dig girl or DNI girl. Uh, so great question. Um, it's not available to do that now. It's not possible. And I don't think they're going to really sort of do that like remote party stuff because it would be against the intention of the feature itself. Um, the good yeah. news is here is that it's not timed research either to do the research. So you can sit on it for a couple of years if you really had to, until you have a chance to, to meet up with somebody else in an event or something like that. So it's going to sit in my inventory for a long time. Yeah. It's going to be until and I'm like, Kyle, we probably should both do this. We're, we're probably going to get together at some point for something else and forget to do it. Yes. That's, that's, exactly that's what's, what's going to happen. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> that does sound like us. Jeez. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, sorry. Sorry to give you the bad news. But um, yeah, our, our guess is that remote party play won't be a thing. Yeah. But thank yeah. you very much for the email. Next email is from Dan. They said, hello, Chris and Kyle. Dan here. Hope all is well. I come to you guys today with a question. What do you guys feel is more of a travesty from Niantic and Pokemon Go? One, having large flying Pokemon like Fero, Aerodactyl, and Skarmory spawn off of Adventure Incense. My heart skips a beat until my brain catches up and says, no, sir, that is not a Galarian bird. <laughs> or two, the fact that someone decided it would be a good idea to have Petalil be in the spawn pool at the same time they decide to debut Smolov to the game. After a week of playing, I still can't see the difference in the map view. Also, thank you for strongly suggesting to buy the all in 151 research for Shiny Mew. I just completed mine last month and I've gone back and forth between being happy and being upset that I was this close to beating the game and having my first ever Shundo. Sorry for the long email. Keep up the great work, Dan. Shundo Mew is insane. Yeah that's that's definitely a crown jewel for somebody yeah yeah uh it's definitely number two by the way yeah it's definitely number two i was very confused for several (laughs) days every time a petalil spawned yeah it was uh yeah it was a bummer yep (laughs) yeah i I wonder if that was a note given during during uh playtesting at some point in time someone's like you know this is a little frustrating but they're like nah it's okay yeah, using Niantic play tests. <laughs> That's right. Sorry, sorry, it's me. This happened. Wait, we don't, I'm just saying, right, battle parties. <laughs> party play, party play, <laughs> battle party. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Anyway, thank you very much, Dan. Um, I, you know, maybe we could have gone with number one about adventure incense, but Kyle and I don't regularly do adventure incense, so we can't like relate, I suppose. Um, but I, I'm also with you. The pedal small of is the bigger tra- travesty. Travesty. Um, our last email this week is from IMT Spoon. It's been a minute. Uh, hi, Chris and Kyle. Question for you guys about getting great in Ultra Balls. I watch some of the content creators, and I see they have a ton of great in Ultra Balls. I was wondering how you two go about grinding them out. I tend to grab a ton of regular Pokeballs when I spend the few stops at my job, but not great and Ultra. Okay, let's answer this first before the rest of the email. 
um spin a lot of stops don't use them and yeah you i mean that's, use them. that's the big one unfortunately when you get to play for an extended period in a dense area you realize what a serious advantage it is like playing downtown chicago we can play for eight hours and i will leave with twice as many as i started with yeah it is the the rate of great and ultra balls is not good but no it's not um and and so what i will do is that uh when my plus plus is using my red balls for auto capture i will choose either great balls or ultra balls for my hand catch and then work through them while the other one is then refilling from spins um, until I get low and then I'll switch to the other one and then use those. And then, yeah, you know, people have yeah. different strategies, but the answer is, is really just spin more stops. Don't use them. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, but those content creators that you're seeing can very easily be spinning hundreds and hundreds of stops a day. Yep. Yes. Over the course of, you know, making videos and actually playing. Right. And then also remember that these content creators are not playing really, really, really hard all the time. They're multitasking. They're doing other stuff. They're getting B-roll. They're talking to people. Mm -hmm. um, they're managing groups, you know, and all the while they're plus plus is spinning these stops. There you go. There's the time, you know, that yeah, we're, we're, we're describing. It, that is that is an important distinction, actually, to, to realize that a lot of content creators, minus the ones who advertise themselves as such, are not hardcore grinding in the game. Mm -hmm. They're playing, they're level 50 because they play a lot, but they're not going out to Timber Community Day and catching 1,400 Timber no. like some hardcore players that we know do. Yep. And so that's that adds up a lot too. It certainly, certainly does. I mean, I think you'd be surprised. Some of the top, top, top creators for like a Community Day will play for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And then be like, matter. I have a they video need, to make. They don't need you know? 50 shiny timber. What, what does it matter? No, they're there to make, they're there to, to get stuff to, to make content. Make and content. even when it's an exciting event, there's the, the onus of, it, I got to get home. I got to make my video, you know, it's like a job, it's a job. Like yeah. it, that sounds silly. Cause you know, they're playing a game, but it, that's what it is. It sounds silly until you've done it or tried to do it. And then you're like, Whoa, <laughs> much like anything, much like anything that sounds easy. Try it first and then come back and see if it's really that easy. Cause yeah, I re I respect. Yeah. Having been to in-person events, I respect the hustle of every single oh content gosh. creator that I've ever seen. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty intense. Um okay, the email continues. I also played Monster Hunter now and agree Pokemon Go can take a lot of map details from the game. However, I'm sorry to say I have since deleted the Monster Hunter Now game. I got to Monster Hunter level 20. Or monster rank. Uh, wait, hunter rank. Hunter rank is the words, right? Hunter yeah. rank level 20. And there was nothing spawning near my house or job, so it was deleted. Pokemon is near and dear to my heart, not Monster Hunter. Thanks, guys, for all you do and keep up the good work. I am Teaspoon. Um, well, I'm I'm sad to hear that, that you deleted the game because you didn't understand how the spawns work, because they're very different than Pokemon Go's spawns. Um, it is it is uh impossible for there not to be spawns around you because it density is not a thing in monster hunter as it is in Pokemon go. Um, they just respawn very slowly. If you're not in a park, it's every three hours. It's like 1 PM, 4 PM, 7 PM, 10 PM, 1 AM, so on and so forth. 
Um, and so if you're like, oh, I, I fought these two and I haven't seen anything for two and a half hours, uh, it's because it hasn't been three yet for that return. It's one hour in parks that they'll turn over. Um, but but yeah, so yeah. I, I hate to say it, but that's not the right reason to doubt, delete it, I guess. Yeah, the, the only advantage, ironically, that a city player has, aside from the fact that, you know, there's more people potentially playing, is there are more gathering nodes, which is like yeah. Pokestops, except not as required to play until you reach a certain point. Yeah. Plus also you have the ability to walk in every direction. If you're rural, sometimes the, there's three monsters in the middle of a farm field that's private that you just can't get to. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there, there is the usual benefits and, and cons there, but, but yeah, give it another try. We can't yeah, afford I, to lose a hunter this early. <laughs> that said it, it, the game is definitely not for everybody. A lot of people play Pokemon because they loved it as a kid. So I, I respect that. I I, yeah. just, I think that Monster Hunter now definitely has a lot of uh, bonuses or features that are, are very good at the moment. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, but thank you very much for writing in. It's good to hear from you again. Have not read your name in a while. So thanks, IMT Spoon. Uh, Mr. Kyle, we're, we're nearing the end here. So I got to say, dear listener, if you are interested in sending us an email, just like these fine folks did, you can by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Send us a voicemail by calling 262-586-7717 or email me an audio file or Discord DM me or whatever. That works. I'm, I'm with you there, no problem. Um, visit our website for all things GoCast at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter slash X at gocastpodcast. If you'd like to help support the show monetarily, you can do so via Patreon. And as little as $1 a month gets you access to our patron exclusive discord, which is cool. Very, very cool. But if you're, if you're intrepid, brave and, and awesome, you can then up your pledge and be amongst our elite trainer tier patrons. Uh, and speaking of big shout outs and big, big thank you to Bo, Daniel, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Arkham, Marvin and Mimi, Sforth, Sarasui and Ryan, Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Modders, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, Stephen, Nick, Kelvin, our favorite listener, Drew 2, Camo, The Ugly Rock, Jacob, Victoria, and Sarah Lore. I couldn't quite get there. It's very <laughs> close. Very close. Um, thank you so, so much for your generous support and helping us keep the digital lights on. We very much appreciate all of you so, so much. Um, you can also help the show, and it's not going to cost you a cent to leave us a review wherever you can on Spotify via the mobile app on uh, Apple podcasts, all that good stuff. So please, please, please leave us a review. It helps us out immensely. Um, and as always go make sure you guys are listening to uh PVP corner star piece is our new show that just came out. I'm co-hosting that with Lachlan and ironically I also just co-hosted PVP corner with fish this past week. It's a lot of Chris in the feed. I apologize if you're not a fan, <laughs> but, that's what she got. <laughs> Better luck next week. Uh, cool, cool, cool. So let's set some goals, Kyle, and then we can get out of here. Yep. All right. My goal of shiny phantom shall continue. Fingers crossed. This, this is a, it's a pipe dream, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> uh, mega progress. Continuing my way to mega three for everything. Although I have switched a couple since then because I got hundos. It's not good. Nice. Uh, Buddy progress. Slowly but surely, we'll get to 10 buddies. I need to finish the Spiritomb research. And then I want to finish the other research as well. There's like three going on right now. I'm yeah. not doing the Master Ball research, but yeah. 
You'll do the, uh, the Master Ball research eventually. When do I have to buy it? Right, you can buy it at the end of the season, and it'll be permanent. Isn't that a thing? No, I don't think I that's. Thought, true. I, I swear that was a thing. It does, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to get this one done. It's, I'm not heartbroken about it. All you so. have is raids left, right? Yeah, I have fifty raids. I'm not going to do fifty raids. If you do like two a day, it'll be done. But before the season's over, if I wasn't going to do one a day. 20 days ago why would i do two a day now because one a day is obnoxious two a day for half the amount of time is much more doable or just go out to the park a few times and do like 10 and you're fine do them in person you got the passes you're fine i mean i don't i used a lot of the passes on the get more passes premium rate passes are cheap they're real cheap i but i mean i'm not not actually joking i am probably not going to finish the Master Ball Research, but that's that's okay. I haven't even used the first one, and I probably never will. Let's oh, be I used mine on a Galarian Articuno. I the only one I've encountered ran away from me before I could Master Ball it because my oh, plus no. got to it before I clicked it. Oh, that feels bad. Oof. It felt a lot worse because I thought I lost the Master Ball at the same time. Oh, that's right. I remember you texting me being like, "Hey, isn't this bologna sausage?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and then I reloaded sausage. the game and it was better, and I'm like, "Oh." Thank God. Yeah, but st- yeah, like <laughs> you were mid typing up a terrible email, and then you're yeah, like, "Oh, let like- me just check." Oh, get off easy this time, Niantic. <laughs> All right, cool. Those sounds like great goals for myself. Shiny Phantom as well, because why not? That's kind of the chase for this season, at least for us. Um, Fifty eggs, still doing the old egg grind. I got to start doing some more of those seven Ks with the Munchlax Riolu and the other one that was actually a, a ghost, I think, uh, in there. And then any new shiny. So if it ha- happens to be shiny phantom, that'll be great. I'll knock two out in a row. But if I get something else that's new, um, that also counts for that one. So good, good stuff. All right. That's the end of the show. We hope you all enjoyed listening. And we'll see you next time for episode 257. Enjoy your spooky season. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.